welcome to uh, the latest edition of Four Fib Podcast, episode thirty-eight, quarantine episode seven. It's an, uh, another day, another week, another month. What day is it? I don't really know. March sixty-three. With me, as always, Big John Stud, J Lo, and the Wild Bill. Good evening. Together in holy matrimony, fellas. Oh, it's been a while. It's been, we gave back-to-back episodes a couple weeks ago, but, you know, it's obviously content's a little, a little light right now. Content's but. a little light. I think we've been all, I don't know, maybe just cooped up, falling into uh, new routines here in quarantine and just keeping our eyes peeled on the, the latest and greatest of this, uh, this crazy pandemic we got going on. It looks like... Um, you know, here in the great garden state of New Jersey, it looks like uh, it's the news is changing hour by hour uh, more than ever in the past couple of weeks. Uh, I think we've they're, they're now saying that we've entered the, the peak of uh, this virus and we're starting to see um, some optimistic swings uh, and numbers starting to flatten out. But then you wake up the next morning and you talk, you hear about record uh, death tolls overnight and and what have you. So I think, uh, you know, like, uh, the governor Murphy said, you know, the house is still definitely on fire and we need to concentrate on putting that fire out. And the only way to do that is just stay home as much as you can. Um, and you know, I think the month of May to see things, you know, starting to lift and the economy start to reopen is, is, is hopeful, but, um, it still feels like June is probably the safe bet for all of us. Um, to totally, you know, try to nip this curve in the butt and, and get this virus, you know, kick in the kick, give it a, a swift kick in the dick that it deserves, you know? Right in the old sweet spot. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to kind of get a little wonky with it, but I think I'm different than anybody else. You know, I think it's, I'm, I'm totes, totes ready to, you know, at least try to get back to normal being out and social and whatnot. So, you know, but I, I, mean, I feel all over back. So it's a good day. Good day. I know a lot of people are ha- handling it in different ways, but I find, you know, the, the, the toughest days for me so far is when it rains and you can't even step outside, you know, I mean, that yeah, makes it a little dreary, but you know, those are, I guess, the day, you know, I guess, uh, thank God for Netflix. Thank God for Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, I was telling John before before we hit record here. I um I watched um the documentary uh, Cue Ball on there. Did you see what? Did you see that on there? It's called uh-huh. Cue Ball, and basically it's about a um a recreational basketball league uh, program that is in um the Sam Quentin um uh, prison in California. Uh, in Northern California, it's one of the most notoriously brutal, uh, prisons in the past, but they've since now started to like turn that perception around, um, and, uh, develop programs for their inmates because a lot of the inmates there have done, uh, have ended up there because of just doing some pretty brutal shit. I mean, those guys aren't in there for any minor traffic offenses. I mean, they're they've killed people they've they've dealt uh, a lot of drugs uh, weapons possessions of weapons and stuff like that 
And uh, but there's this uh, this rec this rec league basketball league that they've um, that they've that they've built over the past couple of years, and it's caught it caught wind. Um, the Golden State Warriors caught wind of it, and they've uh, they've had uh, funding by the Warriors. It's it's now they're now called the Sam Quentin Warriors in there, and they have men men's league teams from the outside volunteer to go in every week and play their team. And basically, they have open tryouts every week, and they only have twelve jerseys, and they they have about an average of like. 20 to 30 guys try out every week for the team. And at the end of the tryouts, you know, they, they hand the jerseys out to different guys every week. So it gives the guys a chance to make the team and, and playing games and stuff like that. But so they have like a regular season of games. And then at the end of the season, every, every, uh, every year, the coaching staff of the Golden State Warriors come in and play the team. And if they beat the, the Warriors team, they celebrate with one of the NBA championship trophies, the actual, they bring like the actual trophies with them. Um, And it's proven to be not only like, you know, an outlet for these guys, but like a a sense of therapy and an escape. Um, It gives these guys like something to really believe in. And, you know, they kind of like the documentary, you know, kind of targets, you know, a handful of guys, they tell their story, why they're in the prison and stuff, and and what the what the league has done for them and and for other guys. But then there's one guy in particular that was in there for um, I think he was in there for like beating on his old lady or something like that. It, he he basically said he got locked up for pushing her to the ground, and um, uh, he did I think he did like eight eight years and eight months for it or something. But before that, he was. He was in line to uh, to to play Division One basketball and um, with hopes of getting drafted in the NBA. And uh, at the end, the Golden the Warriors gave him like a gave him an open tryout for one of their for their G League program and everything. So it's it, it's it's a pretty solid documentary. Um, it kind of it kind of um, it was heavy at times because you know, like like I said, these guys aren't in there for any kind of like petty theft or anything. They're they're not they're not stealing GI Joes from a Bradleys or anything like that. These guys are in there for like some hard shit. But um, I, I think it's worth a watch. Speaking worth a watch, just seeing Bucky Brooks for a point oh mock draft. What are they doing? He got us getting Henry Ruggs at twenty one now too. Who? Henry Ruggs. Like, are you kidding me? It's not happening. They they got they got San Fran taking the tackle the tackle from South Carolina who's a monster, and they got the uh, Broncos taking that Anderson quarterback Henderson from Florida because he's rising, and they uh, with twenty one we're just they got Tua going nine to the to the uh, Jaguars. Yeah, why is Tua why is Tua sliding? Like I've seen him like people didn't like, people didn't like, love his. Supposedly they didn't. They didn't. They weren't wowed by his uh, workout video. It, a lot of people thought he was doing like intermediate stuff and wasn't really like. I guess they didn't think the ball was like popping out of his hand. I read one guy, but and that that's just people who are probably just being dicks. Dude, but, I, I I saw some footage that like Tua Tua and his agent put out of him throwing. I don't know if it was in like Alabama's like. I'm sure they have like a dome like Novacare or something. 
But yeah, he down, I think I don't know if he was at and he was in Nashville, I thought, or maybe, but they but they have them there. Yeah, they have like yeah, training. Wherever so. he was, the ball was zipping out of his hand. Hey. He made a couple throws like across his body to like the opposite corner of the of the practice field, like on a rope. I just know for four years at Alabama, he spun it. So it's I mean he's got he's had good talent. He's team and a good system, but that's not at his fault. He's still produced in it. They, that's what somebody was talking shit on Joe Burrow. It was like, oh, he had all these weapons. It's like, so? Oh, so what? <laughs> he had weapons. Yeah. You think it may be because these guys know that, like, they're not going to be able to, like, work these guys out and get physicals face-to-face that, like, you know, GMs are now starting to get, like, cold feet with people who have, like, pre-existing injuries and stuff? Well, I mean, with, with Tua, yeah, because while at this point you're taking his word for it, and you're probably taking the surgeon's word for it that that put his hip back together. But he's had two bad ankle injuries mm-hmm. and he's now had the hip. And I think he he messed up I think he messed up his wrist at at, at some point too. But like Yeah, I mean he talked about it. He got hurt every year he's played, but he's like, I'm you know, I'm not playing badminton, I'm a I'm a football player. And I think that's a scary thing for, like, Brian Flores in Miami, um, Anthony Lynn in the Chargers, now that he has a chance. Like, these guys have a chance uh, to get their franchise quarterback, and it's like, that's a big deal. So, like, you can't miss. So, it's one of those things where if you're on the fence with, like, Justin Herbert, because that's who the Dolphins got, they got taken uh, Herbert. And then they got uh, Chargers taking Isaiah Simmons because if he drops the six, they're like they're not going to pass on him no matter what. And you can't. I mean, he's the next Brian, you know, Brian Erlacher kind of player. Like you don't pass on that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's scary. I mean, cause they talk about it. Other than Joe Burrows, who could be a bust, I don't think he is because like he's just really good. I know he only had the one year, but. He had a lot of things happen, getting transferred after being the starter at Ohio State. Like, anywho, the tier two guys, the Herberts, the Tua's, and the Jordan Loves, like, they're boom or bust. So, if you, you know, if you pass on Tua and he's a star, you're a genius. But if you take him, a, you know, five, five and he, he's hurt, it's like, you know, oh, waste of a pick. So, but it's a gamble, though, man. It's, you know, you got to be in it to win it, you know. So, it's, I definitely think. This whole shit's gonna gonna mess with him though the most, like you said, because you can't you can't get him in your building to just see him physically be around him and see how he moves and whatnot. So and and and, and I'm sure he's charismatic too. So it probably hurts him that he can't be like around these guys. So. Well, it's like you know you look at half the mocks and he's falling, but then you look at other other mocks they still have him going. You know, number three to the Chargers. You know. So it's crazy because I want to like I always say I want to do it. I just don't take the time and really care them as much too. But I want to take like the mocks, like the last one or two mocks from all the experts, and then put the real draft up and just see what really happens. Because yeah, the top maybe five, six picks are usually pretty accurate. Maybe top ten, twelve in some varying order. You know, when you get out of the top three, usually there's a there's consensus top two, three guys. It's usually two, three. And let's be real. That for the Redskins to chase for the Redskins not to chase Chase Young, John, they'd be idiots. So I don't know <laughs> what your whole about, but but Chase Young is a slam dunk at two. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not even a question. It's just like here, hand him the card at the number two. But uh, 
But look, look at the top. Like, look at five, ten. <laughs> Dolphins need a quarterback. No, they Chargers do. Need a quarterback. The Panthers could probably use a quarterback. I mean, they signed Bridgewater, but I mean, shit. They said basically it's a one-year deal because the guaranteed yeah. money is only enough for this year, and that's like a five million bonus next year. If I don't see, you know, I think the Panthers I don't see the Jaguars taking them because. You, they, they're going to roll with Minshew, especially with that late round deal. It's going to be super cheap to build around him. No, I agree. And, I think the only reason that a team like that would maybe is because they said that that GM uh, got God was his name Dave something. I forget his fucking name. He's on the hot seat, so he might want to get the quarterback to be like, look, you know, I'm attached to this quarterback now, kind of guy. I'll fire Doug Marone, get him a good guy on yeah. all. Like you know what I'm saying. So and but, like so, but, but if I, mean, start, I, I think they're ready to give Minshew a shot, though. I think they're ready. If he starts to fall, I don't see the Jaguars taking him. The Browns are going to give um, what's his nuts at least one more year. Yeah, no, but and, and they sign Chase Keenum. Yeah. Um, Jets, the, no. the Jets are the Jets. I can see the Raiders, dude. The I, I mean, Derek Carr isn't isn't. Um, they got Mariota too, dude. And they got Mariota. They saw Mariota. It's past six. Huh? They got Mariota in Oakland past too. Six. You don't think Tua gets past six? If, if Isaiah Simmons is there, I don't think you. I don't think they're passing on Isaiah Simmons. He's, he's, that going, he's going to Miami or the Chargers. You know, well, I, I would. I would tend to agree because both of those teams absolutely need a quarterback. Now, but now Herbert's getting well, a lot. The Dolphins don't have any quarterback, so Herbert's bringing a lot of love. And I mean, because. His only knock is like the Drew Rosen knock, not Drew Rosen, not Josh Rosen knock. Because last year, after junior year, they wanted him to come out because um, he would have definitely been like a number two, three pick in the draft behind Kyler Murray. He was a top five pick for sure. Like, yeah. but he's from Oregon, and it meant a lot to him to finish like his career at Oregon and shit. And they said a lot of GMs take that as he's not in love with the game because when you're a competitor, you want to get to that next level as soon as you can. But Herbert's a guy that, like, a lot of people – like, if you go through the film on Herbert, he's got probably the best arm in the draft, and he's athletic. It's just like – but you can tell, like, you don't see him get all fired up on the field a lot, and it's it just – because, you know, that's his thing. But uh, I think when you look at the Dolphins and the amount of money that they just spent on their defense, I think they're all in on a quarterback, and it's going to be Herbert or Tua. And they're going to run with that. I think they're going to go Herbert personally. Because they also have pick number 18 as well. So, um, and I don't think that Jordan Love guy is going to go be, go, be, go in the team. You never know. Wasn't Was Marino 13? Marino was like, this was not the first. No, no, no. Did, he, did he wear 13? He wore 13. Yes, he was. He wore number 13, correct. So we might have to pick a new number. <laughs> but like, no. I don't think Dan would give it up. He might prime time. I'm mean, you see that thing about prime time, Miguel. Don't wear my jersey, Todd Gurley. Gurley, like fuck off, yeah. I'd be like, fuck you, Todd Gurley. You ain't done shit, bitch. You ain't wearing my number twenty-one. There's also like, yeah, there's, there's, still, the there's still guys like Cam and Dalton, and um, I'm missing another guy. Who else? Cam, Cam, Jameis, 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 sorry, Jameis. That are gonna... Did you hear Jameis the other day? You hear Jameis Winston's comment the other day? Uh, he he said, oh, well, you know, um, it took 
it took the greatest quarterback of all time to re- to replace me in Tampa Bay. I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Uh, and he goes, you know, he goes, you know, I, I, I'm okay with that. I mean, if, if anyone's going to replace me, I mean, it would be the GOAT. It would, it would have to be the GOAT. And I'm just like, dude, you're, you are, you are a bust. Bonafide. He's, a bust. he's just one of those guys that, like, I think he's a guy that. He's one of those guys that sucks. Yeah, he's one of those guys. He sucks. I think he, I mean, you don't, you don't throw 5,000 yards and suck. I mean, he. It, yeah, a, but. He makes you, you throw over five thousand yards, and then you and then you throw uh, about the same amount of interceptions. No, he threw thirty. I mean, he almost did. I mean, it was like thirty and thirty last year. Uh, yeah, it was impressive. I feel like you know quarterbacks have to try to throw that many interceptions. Oh, yeah. it's also too the kind of games you're in when you're down twenty a lot. You got to throw the ball, and he's and and he's a gunslinger. Um, I know I'm not I'm not saying he's a great. I'm just saying I don't think he's a bum. I think with him more than his game. I, I think he's one of those guys you still want to be around. Like he's kind of like he probably just a good no, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he and he and he and he comes off to me as like a guy who just has very very poor work ethic. Well, and he's as dumb as a post. Yeah, like he's a dumb shit, probably. Yeah. And well, he, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of great athletes that were very dumb. Not, not quarterback. What they did. Quarterback. He like he had a history of doing dumb shit in college. And then that dumb shit followed him to the pros. And the yeah. only reason he got drafted was because the cops at FSU kept like covering up for all of the shit that he was doing and allegedly doing. No, that doesn't that's happen to college athletes, Jesse. No. But like, no. especially that, at, like Florida State is probably like all those terroristic, like typical movies you see throughout college football. It's, and you know, he's like, just totally abusing his privilege, like there way were, more than he should. There were a lot of rumors when the um, the first rape thing came out, and then yeah. the crap legs and everything else. Well, there just were a, look, at the, look at the Aaron Hernandez thing. That was a that was a that was a unfortunate reminder of what how how polluted the fucking that whole system can be. But like, there were a lot of rumors that he was doing a lot of questionable shit at FSU that the cops were like sweeping under the rug and like the the FSU cops would go get him. Yeah. I think more I think the more interesting uh take is like where where Cam ends up and what the circumstances will be and how he responds because that's another headline I keep seeing swirling around is will Cam Newton ever be a game changer again? I feel like he will be but to what extent? And because there's a guy you want to talk about. In, you want to talk about some injuries. Well, I mean, he plays the game. See, he plays the game like a running back at times, which is his strength and his fault. So it's hard to try to say don't run when that's 25 percent, if not more, than what makes you great is yep. your ability to be a running back once you get outside and you're just. He basically Derrick Henry, a little slower though. Henry is a little. I tell you what, not to change the subject. I saw freaking highlights. I was watching some highlights of Derrick Henry's runs over the last few years. A man that big to run to run through that defense numerous yeah. times. I mean, even two years ago when he when he had that game against the Jaguars, when he had that ninety nine yard touchdown run, he ran a top five. Jalen, nobody came in and sniffed him. 
I think he, I think like, the Titans are just one of those teams that just doesn't get the national attention. Well, they don't. So then, they, like, guys like that just get, like, kind of fly under the radar. And every year, I mean, this is going to be his fifth year in the league, and every year, the first, like, three, four weeks, he does nothing. And then, like, weeks five, like, five six to 16, he's seven yards a carry. Like, it's unbelievable. He falls forward for, like, four to six yards. Well, he's he get hit, and then he gets, like, tackled, and he gets, like, four more yards. Like, he's going around, like, every time. He's a rhythm back. He has to get his touches. Where did he go to school again? I forget. Where did he go to school? <laughs> the Tide. <laughs> and he probably – and the thing is, like, he's just so good. Like, I can't believe how – and he was second-round pick. He, he he went early, though, second round, I'm pretty sure. Or, like, really early. Like, second pick, second round. Well, then, uh, then there, there's an interesting segue into, like, what the – you know, we're hearing inklings of the Eagles – having interest in in getting a big back in in the draft. Man, in this league, the way the league is now, you need to have two stud running backs if you can. Yeah. And the way it was getting one young guy on a cheap contract, if you got to pay somebody, so be it. But Miles is our guy, but I wouldn't mind having Thunder and Lightning kind of back there again. You think Miles you think Miles has a breakthrough year and you think he go you think he's a top 5 back this yeah. year? Miles. I don't think Top five's tough, top but five. I mean, he's elite. Yeah, I think he showed that he has elite speed, elite talent. It's just top ten. Yeah, top. I, I think that's doable. I I could see like in total yards, like he's. I don't think he's gonna get the ball as much as you guys think, but you yeah, never know. Never know that injuries pile say, up. Again. Oh, those injuries pile up again. You never oh, know. I agree. Like, he went out. He went out of a few games. He came back in every one of them, which which showed me something. But there were a few games there. Nothing was happening. The offense was totally stagnant until Miles had a, a, a couple couple big chunks, you know? His come, out, his come out party was that Buffalo game when he busted that touchdown in Buffalo on the road. When he broke that, like, 765, 70-yard touchdown. And Poyer, Poyer was a good 10 yards chasing him the whole time. He wasn't even sniffing Miles. And it was just – and he, like, slowed down even towards the end. Like, that's when you saw, like, get this kid in space. Like, you well, got to – Catch the ball too. No, that's no, and that's what I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be in that ten to fifteen carries a game, and like three to seven catches a game. Like they probably want to get him in that twenty touch range, but they want to get him on swing passes. He, um, he can play in the slot sometimes too. Line up and there like he's just one of those guys. I think he's he's a Swiss Army knife for Doug. But I agree. Doug, look, I think we need a we backs. need a ground and pound guy though. We need a ground and pound for. But we need a guy that. Shady wants to come back. We need a third down guy. We need a we need a a, a Laguerre Blunt 2.0 type of guy. We do, but we also need somebody that's like you're not only going to be known as a run, and I think that's what we're looking for is a guy that could thump a little bit, like the guys we were talking about before we came on. Uh, Dylan, hi John from Boston College. Yeah, Henry went 14 in the in the second. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, he went early. Or, um, yeah, I can remember like everybody thought thought he'd be a first round pick because he won the Heisman that year. Yeah, and he kept slipping, and they were like, "Oh, it's because Saban burns out his running backs, and he won't be anything in college." How'd that work out for the league? Yeah, top five running back, hands down. But, I mean, I I will say you look at some of the guys drafted in front of him, like there was a, a Pro Bowl linebacker. A, but uh, running back wise, was there any running back taken before him in the second? No, in the first even. Um, yeah, Zeke. All right, well, that that worked out a little bit. Yeah, just a little. 
Zeke's the only Zeke. It was Zeke and then Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Uh, I hated I hated Zeke at Ohio State. I hated watching him in Ohio State. All those fucking stickers on his helmet. And I then hate. two picks later, Michael Thomas to the Saints. God, that I can't believe he was a second round receiver. How I many years that. until you th- you think that um, Zeke is a bust? Wait, who's you, you think Zeke's a bust? Yeah, I think he I think he's gonna be in the next two years. You're gonna be like, meh, meh. I think John John, I think you're right. I think I don't know bust, but I think that contract is gonna haunt them. Yeah, they're good. And then they gotta pay Dak, or Dak's probably gonna hold out. I think he's the kind of guy John will say. He's the kind of guy that goes with the with with how the wind blows. If they're winning, he's the kind of guy, but if they're four and four, you know, six and five fighting to get in. I don't think he's like the kind of leadership guy and that can affect his play. I, I can see that. I, I, I think he, he's the kind of guy that, yeah, feed me, feed me when we're winning. That's great. But when we're losing, you know, because uh, that leads me to another hot topic I read. And again, these stupid articles or whatever. Um, I get it wrote up. But somebody prominent, because I heard the name a few times before, saying, would Dallas actually trade Dak on draft day to get a quarterback? Well, that's what that that was my next one. One of my yeah, next questions is how do you see the DAC thing shaking out? Because they said would they we you know would they draft somebody they like like a stud young guy like a Tua or somebody make a move and then sign Cam or Jameis or to bring them in as a veteran guy to go with that because they want to get back to ground and pound and uh, that DAC won't take the deal they want. And again, this is probably a lot of just posturing. Like I don't think they can let DAC walk, but I mean. Shit, I mean, he already said today that it was on. They, they broke it during PFT. Our counterpart, Mike Florio and Chris Sims, our colleagues, broke it. They beat us to the punch. We'll get, we'll, we'll get him eventually. That they broke that. Dak made it, made it known to the Cowboys he won't be uh, participating in the virtual workouts. Very upset by it. No, apparently <laughs> McCarthy was pissed about it already, and he was like, apparently, like it's already on. He's like, he, he, he's just getting under McCarthy's skin. So that tool bag. So have fun down there, down in Jerry World this year. If he fucking holds out, and McCarthy's fucking trying to whip his dick out like he's something to worry about down there, like a, like he can really coach. Well, then maybe he needs to go get like a, a Cam as a backup or a Jameis just in case. That's what I mean. That like that's what I think. If they decide that McCarthy, because that's the thing too, dude. McCarthy didn't draft Dak. He's a guy that wants precision passing, timing routes. That ain't then like Dak's strength. He might be like, listen. Let me get – we'll sign Jameis or Cam or, or whoever else is out there for, you know, we can trade for Andy Dalton even. You got guys like that who can come in. Listen, let's let's be real. And wait, they brought Mike McCarthy it, in to have an interview or any other coach. They were like, listen, this is our plan. We're going to sign – we're going to sign Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. And otherwise, like, why else would you not – like why would you gonna try to? But they also, if Dak's holding out for thirty-five, if he's saying he wants more money than Carson, they don't have it. No, they don't. They don't have it, John. Like they have to cut players. Like, well, they unless they unless they do it next year, and so he'd have to play on the franchise tag. Which, I mean, I'm sure he, you know, he'd be okay making thirty-two, whatever the franchise number is. It's probably got to be at least thirty. It's so, got to be thirty. So he goes from making half a million a year to thirty. I think he'll bet to put that bet on himself. He never got hurt. Now, that would be fucked up if he got hurt this year. I'd feel bad for the guy because he's somebody I, I, I do like. Like I hate him because he's the cowboy, obviously, but I don't hate him as a person. Um, oh, well, we but, I don't agree with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate him as a person. 
<laughs> no, they, I mean, I remember watching him at Mississippi State. He would have been uh, – he, he went in the third round because he got a DUI at Mississippi State, and I think he got his ass beat by some, like, frat guys. His own fans beat the brakes off of him at a frat party. Yeah, dude, he got, like, jacked up and, like – but they said that he was like drunk. He should have been like he should. It was his fault for being drunk at the party. But that like really hurt his draft stock because he got a DUI. I think that same night, and like that's like a huge like. To us, talking like, about a bad night, Jesus. But like, Bill, like think about this. Like at another at another program, if your court if you're the star quarterback and you end up at a party and you get drunk and somebody beats you up, the dude that beat you up, they're finding him in like. I have to agree. I don't. I can't the whole, whole O line didn't show up at that party forty five minutes later and just literally choke fuckers and out. Set the house on fire. Like, yeah, like out. come in there, drink all the beer real quick, like pound the keg and be like, "All right, pussies, which one of you little dick dick lickers did that?" Hey, to swing this to swing this back in uh, into Philadelphia, yeah. I'm just scrolling Twitter real quick and um. I saw an interesting poll posted by our local uh, uh, Philadelphia media today. Um, our colleague. Our colleague, one of our colleagues. <laughs> Since we've reached the one month without sports, what do you miss the most? Sports. Flyers playoffs. <laughs> More sports. The Sixers playoffs. The start of the 2020 Phillies. Or the NCAA tournament slash the Masters. Hmm. The tournament and the Masters are together. Well, it's kind of like the miscellaneous bracket. You know what I mean? Like the other like big <laughs> things that happen th- around this time of year. I think you gotta go. I mean, personally, I guess I go. But I go NBA playoffs. Although yeah, I, NBA playoffs. Like I love the Masters and I love the tournament, but the, and the playing NBA playoffs is when real basketball starts. Finally, yeah. that the refs follow the the whistles. And they fucking man up and play ball. Like, that's uh, uh, nothing. And the thing I love about the NBA, like everybody does, every round it just gets more intense. It just gets – because the guys are beat to shit. They're, they're tired. They're hurt. But they can, they can smell that championship. And it's just like, man, this is awesome. It's awesome. Like, John. Yo. I'm looking at uh, Zeke's stats. I think you are going to prove to be the uh, oracle on him. <laughs> And I wanted him so bad, John. I disagree, John. I think yeah, I think he's going to be a stud, Bill. His his rushes are down year over year. His yards are down year over year. He he was up on TDs this year. Uh, his his rushing long is down every year. His yards per attempt is down every year. This past year, I think, was bad because he missed all of training camp. But again, that goes back to bad character flaws, and I think. And Mike McCarthy needs to run. And not only that, well, he wasn't there, but but so does Garrett. But no, but also, I mean, now, he, now he's there and he hates to run. But Zeke yeah, got like, paid, he, and they talked about it. Zeke even talked about it before that he wanted to get make sure Dak got paid. So they they were trying to showcase Dak. I think a lot this year. Like I wonder how because because I saw it one after one game when the Cowboys lost. I figured if I give stick to the Rams or somebody, like they hammered him because he only had like twelve run plays in the game, and he's just like. I can call the play, but we audible out. Like, I think you pretty much, you know, threw Dak under the bus being like, he can audible out and into a pat. Like, so I think Dakota is trying to make sure he gets his because Zeke's like, fuck it, dude. I got my 50 mil. Do what you got to do, player. 
Well, and to John's point, not only did Mike does he hate the run, he wasted the best years of skinny Eddie Lacy's career when he like. <laughs> I was just gonna say skinny Eddie Lacy. <laughs> like he Lacy, not the big guy. Wow, talk about talk about someone who just fell off. There was a there was there was a time when he was like a a top three top four running back. Eddie Lacy was fantasy gold he, for like six weeks. Fantasy gold, and then he ate Jordy Nelson. Yeah, like if I was Howie, just if I was Howie from now on, just dress only Alabama running backs because every other fucking Alabama running back. I, look at Cal, Kenyon Drake. Oh, he's a bust. Everything I heard about Kenyon Drake coming out of college is he would have been an All American, but he was stuck behind uh fucking who was it, Jesse? Not Ingram. Not Derrick Henry. Oh, it was Henry. That's what it was. He was stuck behind Henry, so he was like the change of pace back. Look what happens when he's featured on a real team in Arizona last year. Well, but and destroys it. Destroys wait till, and Scarborough, the last year of and Scarborough, I we didn't sign both Scarborough. I thought he was he didn't even get fucking drafted. The Cowboys got him as a free agent, and, and now he's on like another team. He must have. Been, they said he had a really horrible like combine. I think I read and like his forty time was bad. Like they said he was more like, but he might be the only. And I liked him in college. I thought he was good. I think he had some shoulder issues too. But yeah. man, dude, like. Uh, I, I remember Kenyon Drake just running all over Notre Dame in the championship game. It was like, oh my god! Yeah, like, no, say that again. Could, um, um, they, yeah, they got lucky that game. They only won by like thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Another team to keep your eye on for quarterback. Now that I'm doing some more research, Denver. I know they like Drew Locke, but I, I don't think round one they could. But you never know, dude. It Don Elway's the kind of guy that, like, you know, it's his team and. You know, if Jordan Love or if Tua slips or something, you know, like I don't think Tua's gonna slip. But I don't think, like I said, I, I I'll hold my I stand my ground on he's not getting past number six. You're probably right because I would be surprised because if you need a quarterback in the Chargers, they need a name to sell tickets to, and he fits that bill perfect. I wouldn't be surprised to see both of them go back to back. Now that's how the talk or and then some people said too some that the the Lions are open for business. They want to trade back for more picks. And somebody else that we're not like thinking about quarterback wise, they could trade for number three and get them. One of the two or Herbert. I mean, I'm trying. You know, you know, you, you, you know, looking at the guys in the first round that need quarterbacks. I mean, well, I mean, really, I mean, the Patriots probably aren't going to do it, right? No, but they said the Jags. If the Jags wanted them, they said they would trade up from nine because that because that's a good the value. They, they, they could do that and give them like a number two pick and get there probably. Um, I feel like. That would be a. I, I feel like the Jags are in such a debacle with like Marone and, and everything. is their coach literally tells me that uh, Ahmad Khan is a con the owner just to yes. them in London. Because how that man wasn't fired two seasons ago is beyond me. Beyond me. They caught lightning in a bottle one year, and since then it's been like, I'll tell you who they are, buddy. They, they're like your boys who's a genius, Sean McVay. Uh, L7 loser weenie. They had to build their team through free agency. Look what happens. I don't. I don't agree with that. But okay, well, they didn't do so good last year, and they had they had one of the highest payrolls in the league. But and they're probably the fourth. Also, they also went to a Super Bowl, so you can't say like they two years ago and they didn't win it. Um, no. Should have won. They should have won it. They, and, they and barring and barring the Eagles uh, running them over uh, the year before when we went to the Super Bowl. You know they were pretty good then too. They they, they were, but they they're, couldn't. They're a good team. You can't 
from where they were for so many years, like I know they moved and everything, but like he's turned that he's turned that around. Well, let's see. The first year they they made the playoffs, it was his first year they lost to the Falcons at home in a game that was disgusting. They lost to the Falcons like seventeen to fourteen. It was horrible. Then uh, the next year they make the Super Bowl really good, and then whether he's he claimed he wasn't hurt. You get to the Super Bowl, and Sean McVay, I don't care what anybody said, completely choked in that game. He literally put Gurley and Anderson on the shelf. Trying to make Jared Goff beat Bill Belichick. Watch the game, dude. If, if, McC- if McCourty doesn't tip that ball, they win the Super Bowl. Okay. Watch, watch, that, watch that play. Watch that, that whole entire game. that ball. Brandon Cooks catches that ball. Different ball game. That's fine. That team was... Night and day more talented than the Patriots. Night and day more talented. Not, not, not as, as experienced, which obviously proves a lot. I don't well, think that. He even admits it that he that he fucked up. That like you well, can't be a, a run team for run run off, pass off the run and then get to the Super Bowl and then try to run off the pass. It's just well, stupid. Like, and it doesn't help that at that point Gurley's knee exploded. It did, but Anderson was trucking it, and they didn't even run it to him that much. It was the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they try to put the ball in, 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 in Goff's hand, and it's just like, I don't know how's that working out for you. Like, Bill, he's got little hands. He does. They're like little sausages. They're like my fingers. That's why I wasn't in the NFL. God, I could have been. McVay is a, I think he McVay is. No, he's not a terrible coach. I'm exaggerating, but I don't think he's. He's overrated. Uh, yeah. I don't know about I that. He's I the one that put that, that. that Goff contract and the Brandon Cooks trade. Like he's every, yeah, but again, like head coaches don't always make those decisions. No, Lesh needs involved, but involved, but from everything that I hear, that it's kind of McVeigh's like a Gruden-esque kind of guy. He lives, eats, sleeps, and shits football. Like that's his team. Like, but the other thing is though, giving away first-round picks every single year for like five straight years isn't a recipe to. Yeah, that's kind of silly. To I, be I, would, a good team. I would agree with you, but like when you get guys like Jalen Ramsey, like okay. Like, no, do you take I mean, the lottery ticket, or do you just take, like, arguably the best corner in the league? I agree. No, I agree. I mean, that was a trade that took balls, but you're looking at the player. It, it, you're right, and you already got Aaron Donald, so you got a couple two all two all-pro players on your defense well, now. But, but the <laughs> difference is, before you made that deal, you hadn't had a first-round pick in, what, three years? Since Goff, I thought. Yeah, like, they, they're not going to have a first-round pick till like, 2023. Because they traded with the Browns. Sorry, because they traded with the Browns to get Goff at one. Yeah. And they traded to get Cooks. Could be they gave up two first-round picks for Goff, and then the third in a row was Cooks. So you're right, three years in a row they have. Jesus, God. And now it's another two. But but again, like you could you could turn around and fill in gaps in this team primarily through free agency and and be okay. I think I think Sean Mavay is smart enough to. To, to I mean they obviously need a running back, you know what I mean. Well, they like, do, but they don't they, need they really they, don't need wide receivers. But I guess no, they could. don't. They got Cup and Robert Woods, and they like Higby and um, their tight end Everett. Like they want to go to what the Eagles do. They want to go to that twelve personnel more. Right. But they lose Cup because they can't pay Cup. Oh, I would love to have Cup in Philly. But oh, like, there's there's a Cooper. Um, and the defense side of the ball, you say you mentioned Aaron Donald, you have Ramsey, like you know, okay. That, that's a pretty nice They have talent, but the problem is, John, I feel like I picked them to finish third, but I wouldn't be shocked if they finished behind the Cardinals this year. 
the other four teams in the West. I think San Fran's still the cream of the crop. Then you got Seattle, who better. I'd take Seattle over them. And then the Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals, I don't know, man. Nuke's a big addition. They're going to get some players in the draft. I mean, they, they're they that team that's kind of up and hot if Kyler Murray takes that step next year. Rams might be a fourth-place team next year, and they're in, and they're in the division, bro. Like, I hate on them, but, ugh, I mean. Uh, you're tired on Murray than I am. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. He, I, I, well, he was offensive rookie of the year last year. I mean, and you don't get that award from just like they don't just give you that award because you were number one pick. Like he earned it. He had a good year, and he, and he had like no receivers. Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald, old Fitzgerald, four fingers. Uh, but I mean, you give him nuke now, and you got I, the. And, ah, I still I, can't wrap. I still can't wrap my my head around the Texans. I don't understand it. Yeah, like. I don't understand. I mean, and and Bill O'Brien came out and said they let him go because he has three years on his deal and he he wanted to renegotiate and they didn't want it to become an issue because they made it clear they would absolutely not be renegotiating his deal. And they got to pay Fuller because Fuller's on the last year of his rookie deal and they want to invest in Fuller, a guy who I love, love Fuller, guy that's played more than 10 games in, in a season in his career. Like, you want to... Back that, and then you got. Cooks. I can attest to that because I had him on my fantasy team, and he was a. <coughs> He's a stud. Disappointment. But last year was his best year receiving yard wise, and he had six hundred and seventy because he only played like I think it was ten games. Yeah. And then you got Brandon Cooks, who we talked about before, could be one hit away from he's done. And I hope to God that doesn't happen because, man, is he good? But if I was Deshaun Watson right now, fuck. Dude, I'd be like trading. I think I'm out, dude. Get me out of here. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Fuck it. Yeah, but you'd really, you'd really be like that after. Okay, I got, I got cooks. I traded. So you basically gave gave up D Hop and got cooks. It's like it wasn't like the guy gave up D Hop and they didn't get anything. Yeah, no, but I mean, they got, well, no, they gave up cooks to get to get their second round pick. So any receiver they could have got at pick number fifty seven better not be. You know, if if if, if the other receiver on the board of fifty seven that outplays cooks. And Cooks is sixteen million. Like that's kind of shit you should get fired over as a GM. Yep. And this is and this is Bill O'Brien's first official year as coach GM. Like this is or Cooks goes out week three and gets his bell rung one more one last time and shh. it's crazy. John, here's a way to look at it: the Texans dealt Hopkins for Duke Johnson, Cooks, and the ability to move up seventeen spots in the second round. You mean David Johnson? Yes. They, uh, who I tell you what, I think he could have a comeback year. I'm not sold that he's a bum. It's just 13 million is a lot for him, <laughs> or whatever he but, makes. But still, like when you look at it like that, they gave up Hop Johnson. They they traded Hop for Johnson Cooks and moving up 17 picks in the in the second round. Yeah. Like if I was a Texans fan, I'd be suicidal right now. I'd be like, are you? They better. They better. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean. I don't know. I mean. Not the end of the world. I get it. I mean, having a disgruntled player on your team who, you know, I but get it. Like, they gave up D-Hop and got, like, a defensive lineman who, like, was, like, a backup last year. You know what I mean? Like, they, they at least got a replacement for the position that you could argue without the, the – well, you can't argue without the concussions, but with the concussions, like, he's still, a, like, a – decent player like you know what i mean no no i mean they did the best they could to refill that for like everyone's just like crushing bill o'brien and i'm like all right but like 
David they traded, I think, a second or third round pick to get uh, Laramie Tunsil from the Dolphins, and they didn't re-sign him. Bill, but, they gave up multiple first round picks for Laramie Tunsil. Is that what they gave up? Yes. Yeah, like that, you're fucking fired, dude. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that's like a fucking Sixers move. Like, you're a shit show. Wait, the Sixers, the Sixers don't make any bad moves, guys. I mean, let's let's be real. That fucking shit show. When I read an article today, how the Knicks want to interview multiple people in our front office. Take them the fuck all. Get them Bill, all out of here. Bill, 2020 first round pick, a 2021 first round pick, and a 2021 second round pick. And uh, Johnson, Batamosi, Julian Davenport for Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, and a 2024th and a 2021 6th. Most horrible trade ever. And that's what I wanted to bring up, too. Keep your eyes on Kenny Stills, boys, because he could be an eagle and I would love him in a heartbeat. They said <laughs> that that's some, I'm telling you, there's articles out there about us linked to him that how he's always liked him and he's not going to probably get paid from the Texans. I would love Kenny Stills in this offense. So underrated as a receiver. So underrated. Well, I mean, Look at his stats, dude. He's you could practically. He's, he's, and he's never really, like, he had to play with Tannehill when he was shitty in Miami. And look at last year. Last year he had some monster games. Can I you think really tell me that you think Will Fuller, I know Randall Cobb is old. Brandon Cobb, Cook, no, Cobb's solid. I forgot, about, I forgot about Cobb. I forgot about Cobb. Cooks is like. I would still have Fuller and Cobb. Uh, is not like a pretty good receiving core. <laughs> like that's pretty good, guys. Yeah, but it's not DeAndre Hopkins, who I'd only take Julio I, Jones over him. I, I, I understand that, but but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is like they traded away DeAndre Hopkins, which you know, if there was a, a contract dispute or whatever, fine. Yeah. Like get rid of that headache. And it wasn't like you replaced them with like Greg Ward. And then even saying that pains me from saying, like, a Greg Ward. But, like, you you signed Randall Cobb. You traded for Kenny Stills. You traded for Brandon Cooks. Like, you got a pretty decent – like, find me a better wide receiving core than that. And I, I – And they've got a very dynamic quarterback. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback. I mean, he's probably in that five. Right? He's legit. He's Deshaun, still got. How did, the, still how did the fucking Cleveland Browns trade away that number one pick and they could have had Deshaun Watson? And everybody was like, just take Deshaun. Oh, he can't play in the cold. Oh, my God. Imagine being a Browns fan. Oh, I mean, John, to John's point, if you look at their lineup on paper, it's not as bad as. It's it's not every everyone's it's given. Not Tunsil too, Bill. They didn't they did not sign Tunsil. They still have him. Now they haven't signed him yet. It's supposedly like they're not going to pay him what he wants. Like he's gonna I, again. I guess they could go, but and again, you like everyone gives Bill O'Brien shit for like the fucking um, Jadavion Clowney thing. But I got news for you. Where's Jadavion Clowney? No one signed him yet. He has injury nope. issues. Yeah. Well, I mean. I think he's got. More, I think he's got other issues too. You get back to it because Carson made some phone calls. He's like, "Listen, I'm looking at their tight ends. Don't teach your Jesus and get away with it in this league." They're tight. I mean, I guess they like Fells. Um, it's really kind of it for their tight ends. They, they don't tight end. Fells is. Uh, if you and you want to talk about guys that get hurt a lot, Deshaun Watson has gotten hurt 
a lot. But has he missed games though? Like that's, I thought he really heard he's only missed a, like he's only missed like one or two. He hasn't missed a game in his NFL career. I thought. Bill, in 2014 he uh, broke his clavicle. That's right. In 2014 he broke his hand. In 2014 he had an LCL sprain. In 2014 he tore his ACL. It's a bad and in year. 2017 he tore his ACL. Yeah, but last year he had like an MVP year. Yes. Yeah, that's well, true. We're, but you, my my point though is you're talking about a guy who you want to talk about a team that doesn't have a backup either. Holy shit! Yeah. Now you're right. I forgot. I forgot about that ACL injury. I know. Yeah, that's right. I thought he. I thought he. I'm, th- I'm thinking somebody else who's never missed a game. I know that yeah, Dak he, has it, but he's blown out both knees. Yeah, he's 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 just one of those guys that just like yeah. If I guess yeah, yeah. You have to win with him on his good years because you know every 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 couple of years he's going to get thinged up. It seems like so you got to ride him when he's good. <laughs> you know what? Too, I'm looking at this draft order, and I'm looking at the Raiders. And we somebody mentioned Derek Carr, and I'm thinking to myself, Gruden's going to be here for ten years. He's what is he? Two years into his contract? This has got to uh, be what, yeah. third year or second. Like he's got a shitter. This is his third top. year. He's got to get. He's got to shit or get off the pot with Derek Carr. Well, they, I mean, they were on their contract with him. They paid him right before they signed Gruden. They paid him when it was still a lot of guaranteed. So, and the Raiders are like cheap. Like the Gruden family lives off of the Raiders. Like that's their business. So, like yeah. the Raiders are notoriously like they, they're like the Bengals. They don't eat contracts. Like they're like a very because I you saw I, I you saw a comment on Hard Knocks one time. Like they're very dollars and cents matter to them. Point well, being, they, yo, if Cam, if Cam's still out there at the start money. of camp, no. if Cam's still out there at the start of camp and Derek Carr is not cutting it, do you think they scoop him up? No, yeah, they got Mariota. They got Mariota. They should sign Jameis Winston. They can have Winston and Mariota. They Did you hear why they they couldn't get Bell? Why is that? They didn't have enough cash on hand to put into an escrow account to cover the salary for for, for Le'Veon. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, they're a small, like they're a small market team when it comes to you know the the yeah. league. Like they're 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 like a third tier financial team. Yeah, it's like they got to win through the draft, and they did. They they drafted good. They clear Mac, clear Mac. Derek Carr's been formidable. I don't blame him for not winning. That team's a shit show. So we're under we're in agreement that like the Jets are probably going to go wide receiver. Hundred percent Ceedee Lamb or Judy. It's Judy or C, uh, probably Ceedee Lamb. I read Joe Douglas has fallen in love with him. I, an article that like well, and, and John, to your point about the Raiders, the other problem is the fucking Raiders have another pick in front of us. Eighteen, so they, is, yeah. So they could they could take they could take Tua and then be like, oh, you guys were gonna take one of the the one of those wide running Jefferson. backs. I, I, I could see Jefferson or Ruggs it, going. It'd be a shame if we took him at at nineteen. Nah, but that Mayock text I sent out. Oh, uh, you're saying uh, like a back-to-back wide receiver thing? No, no. The Raiders would take like if they went quarterback at twelve, could, could still get Rugs or Jefferson at nineteen. Justin's saying, yeah. Oh, uh, see, I, yeah. I still think they would probably take the wide receiver at twelve. Yeah, I mean, I'm I think seeing the Jets take a. I'm seeing the Jets take an alignment. Now, well, they need a tackle bad, but I don't think Douglas is. But dude, I mean, these the receivers are sexy picks to take early, but we saw that Mike Mike Mayock. Uh, press conferencing I, I tweeted and I read more about it like he's not a fan of receivers in the first round like he doesn't and who knows maybe maybe Ruggs falls to us at 21 somehow oh my I, I just how Jesse what if he's there at 21 and we take that center 
from Michigan and Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Literally, Henry Ruggs is sitting there. Both gun barrels. Both gun barrels in the mouth. Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. Michigan. Oh. 21. Oh, my God. Minnesota would do cartwheels to 20. They got 22. Because they like Jefferson, too. But they would probably would, would, would want rugs over Jefferson. But uh, my picture in it now, Jesse. Earl Thomas, 2.0. So, so the Dolphins have three picks in the first round. Yeah, because they got them from the Texans. So they're probably the most willing to. No, nah, but they just paid uh, Devontae Parker. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I'm, I'm sorry. What I'm saying is I'm looking for a team to draft, to have a little draft trade with. I, yeah, I think them and the Raiders are the it. I think at 18 are the Dolphins. The 19 are the Raiders. They would. I think possibly the Broncos or 49ers could too. Um, uh, yeah, I, but the I think Niners might likely, take. Most likely, I think if like Rugs is sitting there and it's pick 18, like I think Harry might pick up the phone and be like, "Listen, I want this guy." Like I, I. I don't see any of those top three getting past the Niners. Well, I'm seeing now the Niners could taking that D because if that D tackle falls out of all uh, South Carolina, apparently he's like the, uh, um, the Farrah Buckner 2.0, who they just traded for that pick, but a much cheaper. Again, I don't know, but Shanahan's the kind of guy that you know, it, it, you know he he's could get. I mean, he got Debo round two, Pettis round two, like. You never know, man. First round picks in the league are weird. <coughs> Everybody wants to go like Raiders are definitely getting a wide receiver. Yes, and they I, have. They have. And no I mean, the don't either. I mean, the Jets lost Robbie Anderson. They have nobody to throw the ball. You have Sam Darnold, like, but they also have one of the worst O lines in football. Yeah, and, and there's a tackle there. You can't ignore. Like, don't Andrew Luck this kid? Ignore getting a lineman for the kid, and he gets beat to shit. Because last year, I think he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. Guarantee was top three. The one yeah, game, he had like nine fucking sacks. He was getting his ass kicked. Like, why take him, why take a kid number two overall or three overall, and you don't fucking protect him? Like, it's just stupid. It's the Colts. It's literally what the Colts did to Andrew Luck. Oh, we'll get receivers and and, and, and cornerbacks. That's great. Andrew will get the shit beat out of him until he's fucking broken and retired. Well, like, and, and, and Joe Douglas, this is his first year there. So he's got plenty of time, so he can he can go and get the best lineman. Because they have Le'Veon Bell too. They're paying thirteen million dollars to who still looked good last year with a shitty old line. Like, yeah, Le'Veon hasn't lost a step. Like, I don't think. I mean, he's not the elite, but he's a top ten back man. I don't. Yeah, I, you you shore up that line and and that division. So, do you think about that division? Sam Darnold, as of now, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jason Statham and Josh Allen are the four quarterbacks. Oh my God! Jason Statham is he? <laughs> Jason Statham. He's very fast and he's very furious. Well, I mean that's why you gotta like, you know, the hammer still hasn't fallen. Like, all right, Andy Dalton is he gonna be a fucking Bengal? No, he's he's gone. They're waiting to see. Right. Said a lot of these guys are waiting for training camp to start because that's when they're gonna see like where their opportunity is. Yeah. Either injuries or just teams getting antsy. They don't like what they see in the quarterback position, and but that's what they're going to sign them. You got you got Andy Dalton, you got Jameis Winston, you got Cam Newton, then you got guys like Flat. They, they, those four guys are 
minus Jameis have been the playoffs. Yeah. Like playoff games. But Cam's hurt. And he's had a really bad last two years. And that means something in the league because. I know, but he was hurt last year, but he. He got hurt real early, so he hasn't played for a while. I know, but the year before, I'm saying he played bad. Like, he had one of his worst years, and that's what GMs are worried about, that he's now over 30, he hasn't played good, really, and he's injury-prone again. Again, would you, and, and he's a headache. It, it, it ain't like he's a good guy in the locker room to have. He's going to be a pain. Yeah, he's a me guy. He's, a me, he's one of those me guys. Well, yeah, and, I mean, the fact that his, new, his old coach is at a new team – that really could have used another quarterback, and he oh was just like, God. even though get to help like mentor Haskins, but yeah, you know, he was so toxic. Yeah, he was like, "Now nah, we're good." We're, any we're, of those, any of those guys who who think they're Superman, I mean, look at how they all pan out. Dwight Howard, how that, how how how'd his career go? Yeah, I'm just young and confident. I don't mind it anymore, but now it's just like enjoy it now because you're going to be eating humble pie, and this is humble pie right now. You know, it's you you, you had your run. You fell short. You choked against the Broncos. You had that game one. You guys should have beat Papa Peyton. Peyton played like shit that game. Uh, it's the difference between good and great, though. T.J. Anderson won that game for them in that defense. Papa Peyton, that was Papa Peyton's, like, downturn year. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think this is when, like, your personality is like a diva. Like, when you're not the elite guy anymore, that's when it's like, yeah, he, is he worth it? And a lot of teams are like, nah. I was like, that's what I'm saying. My, to my point earlier, I keep seeing those headlines. Like, what's what's Cam's destiny? What's his, you know, what's his fate? Somewhere, but, like, uh, I think. And what's it going to look like? No, it's one of those things. He'll probably, unless somebody gets hurt, he's going to have to come in as a backup. And unless, because yep. there really aren't, like, many open competition jobs. I mean, if you look in the league. Maybe Carol, maybe maybe Jacksonville. They were saying too, you know, to to push Minshew a little bit. But then they were saying that Cam again personality in that locker room is going to be like, uh, are, are, will it be will it will it turn into Team Cam versus Team Minshew? Yeah, well, so, and and I still think the Patriots are going to get antsy at some point, not still, having a bona fide start. John also brought up Denver too. I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there's so many teams that he could go to. I mean, the Patriots are going into the season with Brian Hoyer and Jason Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw an interview with um, I think Jess Gaversky from Six ABC, and he was talking to Flacco, and uh, drops. And Joe Flacco mentioned he's like, you know, growing up, I was always an Eagles fan. Like that, that would be great. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I could see Joe Flacco like going to like the Patriots. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> Like, but he's the guy that the team guy keeps his mouth shut, but I, also his work ethic. He, he, Joe was out the thing, not. I knew some Baltimore Raven fans, and they all said that after he got paid, the team said he was not the first to the building, and he was one of the first to leave always. And it was known, like, and he was like, "Fuck it, he paid me. Like, what are you gonna do?" And that, you know, it, would that fly for Billichek? I don't know if that's a Billichek uh, characteristic trait. Oh, yep. you're saying he wasn't the first one? No, he was not. He mailed it in. My old boss, who's from Maryland, who's a huge Ravens fan, used to tell me that, that that was like a huge issue with them for Ravens fans was at the bowl when he got paid, they felt he didn't take that next level jump because he just didn't care because 
he got hundred million dollars. Like he made hundred million dollars with the with the Ravens, and sure. like wasn't first at the facility. That he said, you know, he wasn't when he got hurt a few times. He wasn't like rehabbing with the team. Like he kind of was doing his own thing, and like you know, you know, the 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 word between like whatever was that he didn't give a shit. He got paid. Like well, hey, it's a I job. Don't, I don't love football. It's just my job, kind of guy. And then those for- guys, you know, like the Flacco's, the Dalton's, like. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see him going with a Jameis. I don't see him going with a Cam. Although I feel like Cam over Jameis for the Patriots, but I actually feel Jameis only in the sense that raw talent and youth wise, Jameis is the pick. I mean he's only twenty five, he's twenty six. He's young, has a big arm. He just yeah, can't control the boneheadness. Jameis is a backup somewhere. But That's Belichick hard. would lose his shit. The first time they're they're driving in like the first fourth quarter to, to like take the lead back in a game and he throws a dumb pick to end the game. Well, like first and ten in the red zone, throws yeah. a pick. Belichick would lose his shit. No, nah, he'd and, be cut after the game. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and go separate ways. And that's Jameis. He throws a lot of picks. He's really sloppy with the ball. No, because he thinks they talked about it with um when they're doing the breakdown for quarterback strengths, like arms. Jameis, and they, I mean, they didn't say it about him, but this is my opinion. Jameis is the kind of guy that relies on his arm talent to be yeah, like a strong arm in throw. it. Just strong arm it in there. He's dummy. He's not open. Doesn't matter how hard you throw the ball to him. He's not open. Like, yeah. and that's the issue. It's like guys like him, and they were saying, uh, who were they? Who were they comparing that to? Uh, like, well, like the Farbs of the world. Somebody else though too that does that, but I can't think. But um, Matt Stafford. Stafford used to do that when he was younger. But just guys that have big arms that just don't make the right read. It's like you got to yeah. make the right throw. Not only did he have like what thirty picks, yeah, he said he had like ten or twelve more that should have been picks. Now he that the, he the just corner, got lucky. Yeah, that the corner just straight dropped. <laughs> it was crazy, like it was so crazy watching him because like it was literally one series he would be like seven for seven eighty yards and a touchdown, and then next it would be one for three with a pick. It would be like what. What? Like, he was literally every – as a fan, who had to be manning to be like, well, cross your fingers this drive. Let's see what happens, you know. It's, but the talent, like, football-wise is there. But can it be – but can he be taking that next level? But I agree, Matt. He's a backup to start anywhere he goes. He won't I, think be he, I think he is. I don't see any team giving him a starting spot. Unless he gets into camp due to an injury and that plays amazing. Someone's desperate, and 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 the Daltons and the Cams and the you know the Flaccos—they're all eaten up. You know, they're all they're all with other teams at that point. But hopefully, we don't got guys banging on our door for our Nate Sudfeld. Good, good thing. He, good thing he is a second round tender. Woo. It, it'll yeah. be the it'll be um. Don't get me started. It'll be the GM <laughs> that um that that's on the hot seat is gonna grab that'll grab those guys. I would fucking yeah. take James Winston as a backup and fucking carpet over Nate Sutfeld. I'm we 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 could sign, you know and I mean, pray that Carson doesn't get hurt. Well I, I, I think that's the goal. I mean um and, and I and I think this is gonna be a big year for Carson but uh I think the only guy we wouldn't bring in is Cam. I think I, I don't think we want to deal with that bullshit. I don't think no. 
I don't think this, the way this team is, it would be just like, nah, man. Nah. This isn't the right city for Cam, someone like Cam Newton. Nah, it would be it's too not hard. the right city. Like we, we need like a Andy Dalton kind of guy. Now we 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 won't sign Dalton, but we need a kind of guy that's just happy. Hold the clipboard. He ain't gonna play this year. Number eleven's gonna have an MVP type year, but uh, yeah, I'd say we're more of a Joe Flacco for sure city than we are a Jameis Winston or a Cam Newton. You know, or we'll sign Chase Daniels again. He'll make another eight million dollars. That motherfucker is just cashing checks, stealing money. Chase Daniels is making like was making like a hundred million dollars. He played like ten games in his career. Started like ten games. Now, I started a few games with the Bears two years ago. I mean, imagine that. Trubisky getting had to watch fucking – I mean, I know he was hurt. Watch Chase Daniels. And then people were like, oh, keep him in over. It's like Mitch's confidence, if he had any, was literally shot out the window that, that year when people were, like, calling in the radios. We want to, we want Chase over Mitch. He had to be like, oh, God, why? Why? But, yeah, no, nah, I think it's only – what is it? Not 11 days away? Ten, I think. It's yeah. nine days away. No, I'm talking, talking about earlier nine. So will that be our next? Um, are we going to do it? Or are we going to do a um, a live draft podcast? Should, should we leave it to the fans? Give a Twitter poll. It's like should 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 uh, your friends at Forfeit go live for the draft? I mean, it probably would be an overwhelming yes, but uh, can, you can't get enough of us on the on 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 the rail tip. I'd have to figure out how to get TV up in the uh, in the studio. Yeah, I would have to figure out a way to take 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 TV off the wall downstairs. Skype in. Construction can take can make that happen. Oh wait, they can't. Fuck. Uh, this quarantine's a real pain in the ass. And we'll have to figure we'll have to figure something out. Um, but hopefully, you know, we we podcast again within the next, you know, between now and the next nine days before the draft. Yeah, I, I think we'll do one this weekend. Or, I, know, think, next I think next podcast, each one of us has to pick three guys. Three guys that Our we think guys? three guys that we think the Eagles are gonna pick at 21. Done. Winner winner gets a uh an icy and a pretzel at uh the, mart. the Berlin Mart. The if, mart. If we can ever go back to the Mart. If we right. <laughs> yeah, you have to go in a full um nuclear suit. Man, this, this quarantine is so fucked up. John, we'll get you some Tyvek suits. What's that? We'll get you some Tyvek suits. Out there. That should have worked. That's fine. Listen, you got a straw. Just cut a straw hole. I've been I've been reading reading so much about player prospects. Like, I sold myself on being okay if you took T. Higgins. Like, like he, he had a really impressive highlight reel. He's just not. I think bad. you're get, getting stir crazy. I think the quarantine's getting to you. It is. It is. I'm getting a little wonky from it. Like there's been a few articles about him getting yeah. compared to Julio, which I don't know if that's because they just said that he's the kind of guy like he has super long arms and you kind of just throw in his vicinity because he has good like catch radius and also like he's like a condor. He and he's just kind of like a young Alshon to put it bluntly. But he quit on them in the second half of that the most important game in in their in I the saw the halftime of the Dallas U game. I fell asleep. I didn't see that second half. I fell asleep. He, he quit on them. That sucks. I don't like hearing that. Yeah, like he was pouty and he was like it it <clears throat> I do I do like a guy being a diva. I mean I mean she's like a diva, so I kinda like that to an extent. 
don't put on your teammates during the game. After the game or whatever, you can kind of cry and bitch. And, you know, but when your guys are, when the pads are on, you know, that that's immaturity, which, which I don't like seeing. But, like, as much as some of his highlight reels, it's like, dude just fucking makes crazy catches and they're all, like, touchdowns from, like, 30. Like, you're just, you know. But he's I, also I, playing I, ACC. Like, I can picture Carson, like, making those throws to him all day. All but, day. Yo, the it, it's it's like like it's the ACC. It is. No, I mean you know there's, there's a couple guys that'll be in the pros and and and, and I agree do, do agree with that. It's level of competition is and the Clemson. I feel like you get a little bit of a vibe, but I mean the numbers are solid. Uh, I mean it's so crazy, but these guys are just such a crapshoot, man. Such a crap. I mean, the ACC is what Vatech, Duke, and Miami. FSU's in there, but they were down this year. Yeah, but like that's my mo- like. Maryland's Maryland's decent, but they're not usually like a hitter hitter team. It's Maryland. It's Maryland. Maryland. They have a running back, John, that we can keep our eye on. Um, uh, they got a thumper. He might be somebody we want to look at too. Wow, what the fuck's that dude's name? McFarland, I think. Uh, I'll look it up. He's McFarland. Anthony Anthony McFarland, maybe. He's uh, he's a thumper and he's the three down guy. And if you played at a bigger school, I think would be like getting a lot more hype at the running back because he's like just that. Uh, hey, McFarland, correct? Yeah, he's somebody that I I don't know if we if we looked at him, but I think he's 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 a thumper, but he's got like breakaway speed too. Like he's I, I like I like him a lot. There's some running backs in this draft, man. That. I'm okay how we take how we take in one round two or three. I wouldn't be like, oh fuck, you know. Did but, we um did we let Corey Clement walk? Yes. Yes. We're done, we're done I can with see him coming back. Possibly you see him coming back. back. Also the, the you guys believe the uh the Shady McCoy rumors? Uh, I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't. I think it goes like I heard the rumors as well, but I think it goes back to Matt's point like is this? I know this is. is do we want a retread? It, yeah. Do we want? Do we want that kind of that kind of older mentality in this locker room? Or we're trying to there. That's enough. I mean, so far, so oh, far, Deshaun yeah. Jackson's worked out like really well, guys. So oh, here we go. You know. Well, I mean, Deshaun hasn't caused like. Ow! Shot fired on it, it, it sucks that he got hurt, but. He wasn't a distraction in the locker room. He was trying to help. Like, so it's, but I don't know, man. I, I think if you bring back LaShawn, we're going to be in the same situation we are next at the end of next season. Not even like, that. Yeah. Andy didn't even dress him for the playoffs yeah, one Super game. Bowl. Yeah. Like, even in the championship game, where, hey, not one game he didn't dress. Healthy scratch. Like, yeah. Didn't need to. And Andy loves him. Like, yeah. that line that's up here. That's, that's weird. Yeah, he didn't draft them. Or he didn't it's not weird. Look at, the, look at the talent they have on that team. He didn't get the last two games of the season, and they said because they wanted to rest him for the playoffs. It was the excuse. Who, 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 who was the other available running back in that Super Bowl? Damian Williams and that guy, that rookie guy. Um, yeah, uh, that, exactly. That rookie guy. You know no, he, no, but he's – we're blanking on his name, but he's – He's impact. He was an impactful player for them. Darwin Thompson. They had two Thompson dudes. It was like Darwin Thompson and 
another Thompson, I feel. And they both were like Andy guys, like fourth round picks, crushed it in college. Probably he's probably scratched because they had to carry like an extra. Uh, maybe maybe the other maybe the other running back played special teams and Shady didn't. Well, Andy Andy does a lot of three four wide receiver sets. So Damian Williams. You don't even have running backs out there a lot of the time. Even sometimes when he he he'll go empty backfield a lot. But Damian Williams was his workhorse. Like Daryl Will Daryl Williams, Damian Williams, and Thompson, and Darwin Thompson, and Daryl Williams. I think was the guy I was th- I was thinking of. Yeah, he's he's another young guy too. And he just has good running backs. He found. I mean, he had Kareem Hunt. No, I mean, coming out of Toledo. I mean, he yeah. wasn't nobody, but that was around three guys. Man, I like Kareem Hunt, but I think didn't the Browns sign him up? Yeah, Browns have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know they got him, yeah, but I think I think they gave him a contract to stay. I think even yeah, it wasn't a big one, but yeah. Bill, the uh, talking to those running the rookie guys, the one running back out of BC is um, six foot tall, two hundred and fifty pounds. That John's buddy, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, yeah, the the the, the BC running back. Now there's. Guy. I just hate all Boston College. I fucking hate Boston College. Uh, yeah, Luke Keekley, he's terrible. He's only a good player. Matt Ryan sucks. You're right, Matty <laughs> Iceman. Here's here's my fear of what's what's going to happen with with the draft this year. They're either going to make they're either going to make me cry and draft that goddamn center, or or they're going to they there's even rumors that they're they're looking at the um that hybrid edge slash linebacker from Alabama. I don't want him at all. I would take. Clayson, Murray, or Queen in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm okay with them. Or and I heard us linked. I heard that we might talk to Delpit from LSU, which I'd be okay with. Yeah. And and like the, that kid Alabama is he's a good player. I don't think he fits our system and he's always hurt. Now that's the thing. Like I when I heard that, and I did hear how we say he's not gonna draft guys with injury histories. I think the Sidney Jones thing finally was the last straw. I mean, that was a really early pick. That, But I'm telling you what, I'm big on Sydney this year. I think he's got a monster year. Monster year. I mean, I remember when we got him, that if he would have came out the year before, and like, like he could have, that he would have been the first cornerback taken in the draft, hands down. That he just – and then – but he was going to be a top – people forget, like, he was going to be a top ten pick. Yeah, until he blew his hamstring – or his Achilles. And so, like, it just – he blew it, you know, he blew it, and then, you know, he blew his ACL out. But, you know, that's an injury that takes two years. Like, look at anybody that had that ACL injury the next year. They didn't do much. It's that second year when you're truly better. Bill, did you so, hear how it happened? Wasn't it uh, – I forget if it was – it wasn't in a game. It was, like, during, like, pre-combine shit. No, it was at his pro day. Yeah. He finished his workout. <laughs> And one of the scouts asked him to go back out and do more more drills. And he went back out, did more drills, and and tore it right off the bone. Imagine how you how that scout feels. That mom bear stuck that scout in the throat. That's that's her meal ticket. That's literally the difference between making fifteen million dollars on a rookie deal or making four million dollars on a rookie deal. I I'm just gonna put it out there. I think it's a linebacker we're going to get. No, you're wrong. 100% wrong. Okay. 
Well, we'll find out next 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 uh, episode, right? When we name our top three guys. Yeah. Now I saw. Sure. I'm seeing Mox now where the Raiders are taking Patrick Queen at 19 a lot. I just I look at our roster, man, and if I'm like a GM, like. We didn't know linebackers. Huh? Like, no true linebackers. And I hear we might sign Bradham again though too, on a, on the veteran minimum. We 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 that we don't want to pay him the six and a half million he was due this year is why we cut him. Yeah, but why would you do that? I, I just because yeah, probably came to him and said, Nigel, we want to take a take a pay cut. Probably like my guns in the locker. Should I get it, Howie? All right, listen. Why don't you go home for a little bit? We'll call you in a couple weeks. <laughs> why don't you go home for a little bit? <laughs> That's don't okay. I, got, I got two of them, Howie. It's cool. Don't beat I mean, up any busboys or, or, or valets on the way to your hotel. There's another guy, too, John, a linebacker from Texas Tech that's supposed to be there in round two that supposedly we're, we interviewed with that is a tackling machine from Texas Tech, and he's supposed to be – his reason he's not a round one pick, they said, is because his coverage skills drop him to a round two linebacker. The combined tackles between TJ Edwards and Jatavius Brown this season, I think, are like 23. So, like, I don't see any of those guys. Nate Jerry, I guess, but he's, I mean. Yeah, but obviously he's going to be one of the guys. Like, Gary plays a lot. But yeah, I think, John, I can agree. I think all signs are pointing to Murray Queen, Murray or Queen, or maybe Zach Braun out of Wisconsin because he's a linebacker, too. He just tested for a diluted sample. Who did? Braun. Kid, I was for steroids. They said he uh, he drank too much water at the uh, at the combine. No, it's 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 you're trying to hide weed. I, well, I know, but that's what that's what he said. He 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 explained to the I people that one player when he bugged out. Remember that when he bugged out, and he wouldn't leave the test facility. He drank too much water, and he said that's why. And he's like, he wanted to pee again, and they wouldn't let him. And he, like, bugged out and tried to, like, grab his sample and pee again. And his agent was like, get the fuck out of there. And he's like, there's a whole thing. I figured what he, he, but he was, like, a first-round guy, like, two or three years ago. But he was just, like, screaming, I drank too much water, like, like cursing everybody out in the hospital. It was like, and then, like, the agent called him was like, leave now. When are we going to get beyond the weed thing in professional sports? Hell, it is. In the I NFL, you can't the, that uh, anymore. I thought that was part of the, uh, it's the new CBS. It is. But I don't know if it takes effect, you know, if it, yeah, it, it has to start because it takes effect when the, when the new league year starts, and that started already. So I mean, maybe what's maybe the, what the steroids then, because because they test for steroids pretty hard. Maybe it was steroids over weed. Yeah, but you're you're not going to dilute a, a, a steroid sample with water. Um, I, I mean, is, is that what they said about uh, it was a, it, it was a water dilution that would happen to it? I guess they drank too much water at the com- at the combine. Trying to stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, like if, if for they don't when they're doing um any sort of like steroid stuff, it's I mean yeah they'll do it from like pee, but like you're it's blood and pee pee. Do it from a little bit of pee pee. Posting videos, Jake Elliott. Oh, his, the, those trick videos are ridiculous. You see Lamar's new tattoo, dude, Jackson. He got his whole chest done with the football in the middle of it for his MVP thing. His whole chest he got linked up. Jesus. Looks pretty dope, actually. Who would, who would get their whole chest tattooed? I take that. That was very rude. I take that. Smoking crack. Marmalukes get their full chest done. Absolutely. Guys who, guys who like the Seahawks. Gotta be. <laughs> Gotta be. 
Guys, you like the seagull. Now they uh, – and then Harrison Bucker, you see his? He, just, he, he hit a 76-yard field goal off a of tee. Dude, like, I mean, I, uh, I, I guess I'm wrong because – That means he kicked – from the other, hey man, you gotta stay entertained. You gotta stay entertained during these challenging times. Yeah, but isn't it a lot easier to kick it? Like, it like, probably is. It, it it probably is because you don't have to worry about if you're just kicking off a tee. And 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 maybe and, and maybe because it's elevated, you get like a better foot angle to it or something. Well, you don't have to. The you have to get the ball up higher or faster. In a line because you don't have to worry about all uh, the yeah, guys, yeah, guys coming at you trying to block. No, you're right. If you're just kicking it off a tee, you just grip it and rip it. I agree. It, 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 I mean, is this? It, 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 yeah, and also like like you're not in a stadium with eighty thousand people screaming yeah. at that stress. Did you see the uh, baseballs hail mary to try to save the season? Oh God! The grapefruit. The the it's. Er, I'm sorry. The so at first the rumor was it was going to be all the it was going to be the grapefruit league and the cactus league and the two leagues would be sequestered and basically play each other and then i i guess get together for the playoffs that was thrown out and now it's going to be if it happens at all it will be cactus league every team will be in arizona and there's a there's an interesting point, Jesse, you, that you just said. If it happens at all, yeah. So, what do you guys think? We're not having sports for a year. We'll have the NFL season with fans. No, oh, not with fans. With fans, yeah. Because I think um, England is going to. I think they're starting training again to finish their league year. They're going to try to start middle of June. Liverpool gets it. Gets it right in the ass. Waits all these years. And then it got to ruin the trophies times. I mean, but, basketball yeah. in China keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no idea Mo Salah was on Chelsea. I yep. watched I watched the Chelsea-Liverpool game, the replay, when they lost one nothing. when they Steven Gerrard missed, slipped and fell, and that bog guy got an easy breakaway goal, and they won one nothing. And it, that basically that ended up to win the Premier League that year. They, like, they still would have been behind. But they would have been like a point behind. Like they had a real shot to win. Liverpool they, would have won the league if that if Gerard doesn't slip. Exactly. Watching it over, I was just like, wow, it had to be him. Could have been, been that ball crazy guy they had. That other defender guy they had. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were they were fucking stacked. They had Sterling, Coutinho. Holy shit. Suarez. That mm-hmm. team was stacked. And they had Mane too. Holy shit. That, that team was fucking yoked. They just couldn't stop people scoring. It was, it was and, and and they got Minulite too. Like one of the best goalies in the world. That's so. That Liverpool team is stacked. God. But I now, now this team is they're 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 amazing now. Now they are. I mean, they have they have the best keeper. They have the best center half. They have the best striking three strikers. I, I heard that that they might get Coutinho back. That he's just not working out over there. Like they might. They don't want anything to do with him. They don't want anything to do with him. Well, ago I read that he he kind of acted a fool to get to get out a little bit. I want to go to Barcelona. All right, well that's you're 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 still with the big dogs now. Well, and then he got kicked out of Barcelona to to um to Germany, and now Bayern doesn't want him. So now we like he's just bouncing around. 
That's, that's what any for any any sport like you have success in one situation. It's the, the Nick Foles effect. Sometimes that matters. It's like your situation. It's just like you know these guys quick to want to leave, and you know the rest is not always greener on the other side. Well, and and um, like it was a hundred and Barcelona paid one hundred and forty-two million pounds for him. That's so crazy. Those fucking transfer fees they pay. I started watching some of that Sunderland documentary on Netflix. That team is fucking depressing to be a fan of that team. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> Why is it called the, the, the Stadium of Light? It's just they all have... I guess their nickname? Yeah, they have a nickname. What's really cool about that? Like, they all walk to the games. Like, the whole town the kind of just, like, walks. and Not for nothing. Those fans are pretty rolly after the game. Why does America get shit on for our fans? Because they're like fighting anybody they can, and some of them in the in the streets. Well, yeah, I mean, in in big games, in especially in like in in at Liverpool, they'll have twenty thousand fans with like flares and smoke bombs outside of the stadium as the team buses are going into the stadium, and then they all go into the stadium, and it's just bedlam. Uh, it's it's crazy. I I I would love to go to a match over there. I I will one day. Not me. I don't understand the, that whole. You would get into it, Matt, because it would be pints. It'd just be drinking beers and going to watch some guys and, and dodging pints. smoke bombs and <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, well, no, the, 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 smoke, war zone. the smoke bombs are outside. You don't get. The oh, okay. Did you hear that, John? Smoke, they're only outside. But like, think think about they're like London. Bombs. They're good smoke bombs. <laughs> London is a London's probably smaller than New York City. It's a big London. city. Yeah, London's smaller than New York, but it's still a pretty big fucking city, though. Yeah, I mean, they have five, what, five, six teams? They have yeah, six five. or seven, like, top fl- – they have six – Oh, I- yeah, that's just ridiculous. So think about, like, they have six stadiums the size of Lincoln Financial Field in London, and then s- s- another bunch of stadiums for, like, second division teams all yeah, in London. Because it's – and that's something that I, I, I do like about it is more like the area you grew up in is who you root for, obviously. Oh, like you absolutely. Don't, you don't diverge. Like, you don't, you know, so I do like that aspect of it where it's like way more localized. And the cool thing they had in that, and, and the, reason I brought, the reason I brought up the, the, the Sunderland documentary is I liked how they had the fan forum with the GM and the coach and some players where they were at a bar or a pub and they just got to ask them questions. I would love for like Howie and Doug and Carson, like whoever to come and be like the PJ, the chickies and Pete's and have like a legitimate like question and answer. That was kind of cool. I like that, how they had like interaction with like the fan form, I guess it was called or whatever about, you know, fans are like, you know, asking like legitimate questions. Because Would you want Harry Roseman to talk to some of these, to quote, <laughs> quote, to quote the great Jesse Lorenz, some of these mouth breeders. Mouth <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know, but I mean, you know, they don't, they don't vent them. And I think it's like anything else. It's unless, unless you're a complete idiot shitbag, it's easy to sit here and say, oh, I'll say that. But when you're in that moment, I guarantee like you're feeling it to be like respectful. Well, yeah. Like, cause I've, we did the, the union the one year they did like an open house and the, the owner was there and the GM and I went to an, a couple people and we, it was basically like, a lot of my friends went because we're like, who's going to be the shit bag that like 
that takes a shot at the owner being cheap. <laughs> and, and and nobody did. I will say that nobody did. And it was the same thing. It was like a, a show of respect because it's like, if you're the guy that does that, yeah, it, it's done. They'll never do it again. And not only that, it's just like, you know, they, they do it. They, they give their time. You know, if you don't have to take it seriously, don't be a jerk off. Like ask your question and, and you can ask a hard, I mean, like they were asking hard questions. Like I think because they, they, like they were looking for a striker and they're like, well, what are you doing? Like, transfer transfer window came and you got nobody like you, you can't do that like you need play. so like I I, I think like, like I said but I agree John the the the, the line of jamokes that, that they'd have to vent to like all right you're out you're out you're out like it would be like question one have you ever called into WIP or ninety seven five yes okay well then you cannot you you are most certainly not allowed in do you like Chip Kelly yes out <laughs> Hey. Were you a part no, of that? Thirty. How Come on, don't knock Chip. No, I'm saying because how he hates Chip. I'm all I'm saying. Uh, these, these are how he's screaming questions. Those are the conversations you'd like to have, like twenty years from now when he's retired from being a general manager, and you could sit him down. Just like one day, I hope they they have uh, Donovan McNabb sit down with Theo. And talk about their. Said he won't. Tia said and claims McNabb tried a couple times. He he claims told him to go fuck himself. That that, yep. that like he hates him. Money talks. No, your other side. I know. Like if you get fan calls, say hey, we'll give you guys each half a million. Tia will be like, oh yes, when's my uh, flight for tomorrow to leave? Yeah, I'll be there. I don't know if I could ever forgive both of them. Like, if those two idiots just could have played played together. We would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's can't say that. It's another hypothetical that we'll never know. Donovan's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback if if To stayed in Philly another two or three years. When you give the keys to the to the castle to your franchise quarterback, like you're currently seeing now, there's a lot of. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. Hype. To live up to, or thunder, and you don't want somebody to come in there and steal your thunder. And I think that's what happened. Carson, Carson Wentz, I think is is a Carson Wentz is a quiet person, in my opinion. I I don't think that he would have an issue with the TO in the locker room. Not if it brought him a ring. Not if it brought him a ring. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Carson, I don't think Carson would give two shits about that. Right, and that's why, that's why I think the whole Alshon thing is just like, I think it's stupid, and it really isn't that. I, I think it's bullshit. He doesn't have an issue with him, and he's not the type of person that would. He's not like I'm trying to think of a quarterback now that would be like fuck off, and and give him the cold shoulder. Um, like Aaron Rodgers is that Aaron Rodgers is like he's like a diva quarterback. Dude, he cut his own family out of his life. Yeah, he's hateable. He's hateable. Yeah, he's hate exactly. He's he's hate, he's hate the face. He's hate the face. For for all the all the Carson Wentz, you know, issues that I have, I do think that like as a human, he's like probably a decent guy. So I find out like he's I don't know like killing mountain lions or something, but. I think piece of shit. If 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 a guy like 
Henry Ruggs came in here, for example, and was like a total diva asshole, Carson Wentz wouldn't have a problem with him. He just, I just don't think he would. And I think that, and I'm just trying to tie that into the McNabb thing. McNabb was a diva because well, McNabb had an inferiority complex. Well, McNabb had the chip on his shoulder ever since we booed him on the draft day. He never got over it, and it was just he—he he never got past that. Yep. And you know, and To was just, I think, just fuel on on that fire. Because well, it was, was just burning. The, it was the To chance. Oh, that, and also I think the fact that To had his his half the locker room behind, if not more, on his side, Team To. Yeah. Team To was probably way bigger than Team Donovan yeah. in that locker room. And the and the wild thing with the whole booing thing is, it's like all you have to, it, you wouldn't have even needed him to do it. You just need somebody in the Eagles to pull him aside and be like, dude, Cataldi's a knucklehead. It's thirty knuckleheads that were put I'm on a bus. I'm sure they're like, listen. These guys are clowns, and he's just, you know, and he's just still that kind of guy. They hurt my feelings kind of guy, and it's just, I mean, I kicked out of McNabb when he was here. I gave him, I always backed him, but his, I think it was his last year here, maybe second to last year. I think it might have been his last year before we traded him. Well, was after the Bengals game when he said, I didn't know we could tie in football. I was like, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. <laughs> I, I was done. I checked. Uh, I'm done. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. I can't take it anymore. Put, put the cop machine in. Put the copper in. Oh, God. Differently, if Andy got Wilson like he wanted over Nick Foles, would Andy still be here? Would he be like a 25-year coach if you have a ring or two with Andy? Probably. Imagine that situation because Andy loved Russell, and I think Seattle traded up ahead of the Eagles to get him. I don't know if that's true. I don't want to give bad info, but I know Andy loved Russell. And thought he'd be all day in the third. True story, too, I think I remember reading, is how he loved Alvin Kamara. Pass on him in round two because he's like, oh, we'll get him in round three all day long uh, until Sean Payne got him five picks ahead of us. But apparently how he was all over Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Just waited too long to try to get him. Thought he would be there. Supposedly. Well, I'm glad that worked out for us. Because Alvin Kamara is... <laughs> Hands down, the second best running back. I'll be behind Christian McCaffrey. He is the least. He, he is the least yards per touches in the league. So, but he they, don't get touches. So Russ went fairly early in round three, and then it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, like thirteen, fourteen picks till we picked. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. No. So we we would have had a trade off for him, but. But it would have it was the next quarterback off the board. Yeah. And then we get but we did get we did get number nine. We did get number nine. We never got his fair shot here, but that's another episode we'll dive into. And the and the crazy <laughs> thing was so Russell went and then the Texans took um Brandon Brooks. That's crazy. If you want to really play hypotheticals, what if we what if we had kept my friend Nick Foles, and again this year when Carson got hurt, Nick Foles gets in for a second time. I'll tell you what. Well, it would have been for a game because Carson cleared cleared protocol like three days later, so he would have played that next. Game. Oh my god! Imagine that heat in the city, dude. If we had Carson oh. and he came in to beat the Seahawks, and then Carson was cleared to play the next week, 
Oh my God, that would have been great. Tom that's, Brady. that's what I mean. That's all, but like, it's crazy because podcast gold. That would have happened, dude. It, it's just crazy because he, he, like, now he's basically competing for the starting job in Chicago. It's like, it's like he could have been the backup, but no, we 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 cut, we we let him fly, and he flew down south and got this fucking massive contract. And then one year later, <laughs> they're like. They're gonna trade you to Chicago. It's like, oh my god, the guy's played for almost like half the league. Just come back to your home. Just come back to your home. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's so nice. He's and every year we're losing years off his off his career. We just uh, yeah. But uh, what if what if Brandon Brooks's leg doesn't explode? They win that. They win the Saints yeah. game probably. Yeah, because you can say you can say you know the 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 what if with with Alshon like if he catches the ball, do they keep moving it down the field? But once Brooks went out, it it was over. Yeah, you, no, you I mean there at, was a clear. I mean the, 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 that that was a clear game changer. I mean that. I mean offensive line is a cohesive unit. That's a big that that's a big deal. Like that's one. And and I agree. And. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be on Ashton, but we were in field goal range. Ashton catches that ball. We're getting at least a field goal, probably a touchdown. And we would literally, Nick would have literally took Jared Goff's tiny little hiney and bent that over in the Coliseum. And it would be Nick Foles, Tom Brady, 2.0. I mean, you can't write this shit. I, you can't write this shit. But fucking Alshon, he's fucking dead to me. Drop the ball. It sucks now. Get him out of here. Listen, how to say it. How to be he, I don't know how much he, he 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 has taken home so far, Nick Foles, out of the Jaguars deal. What was it? What did he get guaranteed? 40? He got like 30, 40 million guaranteed. He, he's got, like, he got all last year's money, which was like 20-something. And he oh, had guaranteed oh, money this year. They got to they pay for roster like, I mean, come on, man. Five years, five. We could have gave him a twenty. He got paid from the Rams too when we traded him. He got paid from the Rams like fifty, like thirty, forty million too. He easily over sixty million. I just wanted five years, forty mil, four million a year or something. Just like twenty-five million guaranteed. There you go, John. Here you go. Five more. All I wanted. It was an eighty-eight million dollar deal. And the he's still going to get paid the base value of fifty million dollars from the Bears, <clears throat> with uh, twenty one million dollars in guarantees left. They did say that part of the trade he agreed to was to redo his deal to lower his salary for this year. I did hear that that, that he wanted to play that bad, and the Bears said, "We'll give you a true opportunity to start here, but you got to give us a new contract." And supposedly he agreed to it. I don't know if it's yeah, and he's got all kinds of like opt outs in it. And- yeah, like if he plays well and starts again, he could be a, a true free agent. Basically, what he did here with the Eagles, if he plays good, he wants to be able to break free and go somewhere else, basically, or stay, or get paid to get stay there. But the, I mean, the flip side is, if you if you go to Chicago and you do play well enough to to win the starting job. And play well enough that teams are like, oh wow, like Nick Nick's gonna be able to have a couple more seasons. And you're having a good season in Chicago. Why don't you just stay in Chicago? It would personally. I think that's probably their hope. If he works out, is like, all right, get him on a one year, then we'll lock him up. But they're probably also scared too because they're like, he's been paid two different times. Whenever he gets paid, <laughs> he sucks. 
He's got a one-year deal. Nagy's got two more years, probably. He's I mean, because if, if you're because the other thing is like if you're Nick Foles, like you've moved your family from Philly to to St. Louis to. So he was he was in there when they were LA their first year, I think. I yeah, to, L, to, to LA, to Kansas City, to Philly, to Jacksonville, to Chicago. Like, like at some point, he's got to be like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of fucking moving. I'm 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 over it for a little bit. Yeah, his kids are grown though. He loves he loves his teammates. Yeah, and eighty eighty eight million dollars. You know that that <laughs> that that's a little detail that you know might motivate you to move. But I mean, so like, so the winners suck in Chicago. They they there's no you can't make that any better. But like. From like a, a standpoint of there's really good restaurants in Chicago. There's like stuff to do if you live in the city and you've got like gazillions of millions of dollars. Like, I just want you all to look at his salary for the next three years. I, I know you're. I know he's got like money on top of it, but his base salary. What is it? It's four fucking million a year. What? That's all I wanted. It's exact exact price that I wanted. Four million. Four million. Yeah, Fuck. but it still counts on the cap. The whole, all that other money. I know, but man, like you're you're we paid fucking Josh McCown. What? What did we pay Josh McCown last year? I don't think a lot. I think we did. I mean, at least four or five million. I bet. Yeah, we had to have. I guarantee at least four or five. Yeah, but to Jesse's point, he doesn't have all that other money, front you know, front loaded onto his contract. No, no, no. I mean, McNam was cheaper to we get. Gave, we gave Josh McCown two million dollars, and then and then we gave uh, fucking Sudfeld, I think, a million and a half or something. So right there, like you could just have one guy. What's that girl's name that's married to Gonzalez on uh, NFL Network? Oh, um, Colleen Wolf. Colleen Wolf. Yeah, John. So Nick Foles this year, it's five point three for a cap hit. Let's go to 2021. He's uh, almost 10 million next year. And 10 million the year after. Well, I think the streak's alive. What episode is this? 38? Not an episode will pass without Nick Foles. (laughs) The streak is is very much alive. But we didn't yell at each other. That's true. No way I'm doing it. We did. did. I still can't believe that in 2022, Kirk Cousins' cap hit is $45 million. Oh, my God. You see Jared Goff dead money? If they cut him, it's like $90 million. I, I thought it was a misprint. Bill, <laughs> Matt Ryan for the same year. Matt Ryan's cap hit is $41.6 million. Oh, my God. And what's, and what's Julio's cap hit? I can only imagine what his is. Aaron Rodgers' cap hit is almost $40 million. They're saying they might draft the quarterback this year, too. And Big Aaron well, ain't going to be happy about that because he wants weapons early in early rounds to win. But he's gonna, I, I think Aaron's got... Maybe one or two years up to being elite. I think he's. I think he's not as good as he used to be. Personally, I think wow. the yeah. last two years he's definitely not the same guy. Like, and 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 it, and his attitude's gotten even worse. 
He's just such an easy guy to root against. Oh, he's a very hateable guy. He's very hateable. Turd nugget, like it's like, oh, come on, man, make twenty five million dollars. Smile. The only time he smiles is after a touchdown pass for himself. If that, who's like, it? Who, who cuts their fam- who cuts their mom and dad out of their fa- out of their lives? Like who does that? I mean, a hateable I mean, guy. I pretty much cut my sister out of my life. <laughs> Woo. Hey, before we wrap this episode up, um, Jesus. Before we wrap this episode up, I just want to take a, a moment to um, recognize that we lost a couple Eagles legends since we last uh, um, recorded. Um, the great Pete Retzlaff died, um, as well as uh, Tom Dempsey, who um, actually was a coronavirus victim. So rest in peace uh, to both of those guys. And much respect. I, I met uh, Pete at um, John and my favorite place. Carl? Yeah. I still have I still have to get up there with you guys. Or out there, wherever it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to a couple good ones. We're gonna we're gonna make a road trip. And Is then we're gonna have great places to uh even better places than Bill's basement to record from. I was gonna say, could we could we set up the first remote forfeit podcast destination at Carl's? No, probably not. He's got his own podcast. Yeah, and John or Matt, it's just imagine like is it a dungeon? No, no. So it's it's basically like a two story house. Okay. So just imagine if they took like your townhouse. Yep. And stuffed it full of display cases of ridiculously cool stuff. Sounds amazing. I don't know why. I, I, we're remodeling during quarantine immediately. <laughs> Listen, uh, and there, this place in Bucks County, Bucks County uh, Baseball Car Company, is another place. And I know um, they've had a few podcasters record from there. And uh, that's where I got um, Brian Dawkins from. And Maybe they- we could get Carl to, to, to join us remote. We, we might be up. able to do that. Carl is a really good, a really good dude. Listen, I don't know. He's got his own podcast. Well, yeah, before we, Don talks, it's not, it's not, man, seventeen to nineteen. You're gone. Next. Before we, before we hang it up here, fellas, do we, uh, do we uh, discuss our favorite sports movies, or do we uh, shelf that for the next app? We absolutely talk about it. Yeah. Where do you want to? Where do you want Where do you want to start? Do you want to go baseball? Go Let's just do, do let's do one sport. We'll do one sport, and then we'll we'll pick one sport to do it. That's a good idea, though. So, what do you want to do? Baseball, since it should have been you know the start of baseball. Let's do basketball, because it's be basketball season. Uh, well, well, it's the start of baseball season, tactically. But okay, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, mine, because it's white man can't jump, and it'll never it'll it's white man oh. can't. John, we're doing basketball, so no basketball. I'd have to agree with Bill. Um, no, 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 no. That's the that's the sedan. You, my friend, are shooting at Ghana. Yeah, I mean, Billy Hoyle. It doesn't get much better. It doesn't get much better than that. I mean, there's so many, there's so many ups and downs, twists, twists and turns. White man can jump is definitely that's my number one. But there, there, there there's a couple other ones out out what, there like that Hoosiers? are. Hoosiers, Hoosiers is another great one. 
See, I already I, gave my one. I like Who Cares. I don't know why. I just didn't like it. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's a racist movie. Um, the and one that I heard on some list that I just don't agree with is uh, He Got Game. That's the number one, number, the number one basketball movie. That was worth. That was gonna. That was gonna be. That was probably gonna be mine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take your thunder. But it's okay. It's fine. I actually feel better I'm now. You guys, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna get flack for this because it's a new movie. But I, I, I took the plunge and bought it because I wanted to. I wanted to watch it during quarantine. And that drew. Now that movie, The Way Back with Ben Affleck, is is really good. Is it? It's really good. I'll <coughs> do my best to. No, I'll definitely give it a watch. I think it's definitely worth a watch. So I bought it so I can see if I can give it to you guys if you want. I just got to figure out how to get it off whatever and send it to you. Or even I gave you my login or something. Okay. And you can watch it on like your own your own time. I'll figure out a way to get it to you guys. But I, He Got Game would probably be my one that like stands out the most for basketball. Um, wow. Okay, yeah. Adam. So good, still. My God, K. Adams. God. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he got game over semi-pro, John. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but see, it's man. We could get into so many things about this, though. Like, from a pure like story perspective, like I think he got game is is shot really well. I I I really like Spike Lee stuff. Um, but Actually, see, I would Semi pro is that more that comedy? Like it's more like in the major league realm of movies. You know what I mean? Like, though, I mean, some guys have major league. It's the best baseball movie up there. Or well, we have, but we'll see. Fine, if you want to give that one away too. <laughs> no, and but semi pro, man, I I probably I I could, I could probably put that too behind one man can't. I mean, one man can't jump changed my life. I mean, the king and the yeah. duck. King and the duck. I think we're, we're we're leaving out another obvious one that you know we've all recently watched. Drop it, drop Space it. Man? Blue chips. Well, that's a great. Oh, oh, dude, I gotta redo mine. I got I gotta redo mine. I'm sorry, I only forgot about blue chips. I'm redoing. I mean, Space Jam's up there too. If I mean, it's it's a it's a you know I mean I wouldn't say it's an entertaining movie. I wouldn't say it's winning any awards, but Blue Chips is number one by far. I'm sorry, I take it back. Yeah. Am I allowed to take it back? Yeah. I mean, White Man Can't Jump is uh, that is just well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Cindy Dean, you know, when you're shooting out here, baby, I don't play on the West Coast. Yeah, and I mean. It, it, there's just some things that you know, shape you as a human being, and that we go in. We go in Sizzler. We go in Sizzler. The shit, the amount of shit talk that we learn from watching White Man Can't Jump in our uh, years. Yeah, yeah. Trying to recreate all, try to recreate all the scenes, and I mean, Bill got his dad's gun out, started running around the yard like he was Raymond. Just say, just say Raymond. Say Raymond when he tries to rob the store. Take I mean, off that mask. Put down that. Take off that goddamn mask. What you trying to do? <laughs> trying to rob me? No, nah, but yeah, right. now you robbing me? Yeah. I could argue like twist to that movie that it's just great. Yeah, hot ass Rosie Perez when she was still smoking. When she was still hot. Yup. Not hot anymore. 
Yeah, she's like six. She's she's not still, I mean, not like not like that. Not like back then, though. I mean, that was prime Rosie. She had her boobies out a lot in that, like in the tank, the tank top. Jesus. She was she was sloppy. She was sloppy with the with the with her breast etiquette in that in that movie. God, that that's right. It's hot. It's hot of them. Can you come out and play? I mean, as prime Wesley Snipes. I mean, that was like prime Wesley. And don't forget that we were all were Billy Hall to an extent because we could. A lot of us grew up in the suburbs. Were 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 either two guards or small forwards who could shoot like a mofo. But when it came to Duncan, just never had that oomph in our game. And y'all <laughs> wouldn't have that Billy Ho moment when it just takes that one day, you're just feeling it, and you get that oop on the on the backdoor cut, and you just throw it down. Just, I, would, I, would, I would literally never let go of the rim if I ever had that in me. Well, he, he, he literally, like, almost didn't let go of the, the, the rim at the end. I would hold on. I, I'd hold on that shit till like... The credits, the okay. credits would have been rolling, like... Uh, uh... Just that, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe another, like... I know, I know Jesse's favorite basketball movie. Say, Disney's yeah. Air Bud. <laughs> Huge Air Bud. Actually, I think, is that, is that a sign autograph poster behind his, in, in, in his, in his band cave? I can't tell. Close second to Air Bud would be the air up there for Jesse. Oh, oh my God. Listen. That is a Deftones poster, Bill. Oh, I got that mistaken. I thought it was an Air Bud. Excuse me. Yeah, I think those are all good ones. I can see blue chips. I can give you. I can give you blue chips. Blue chips taking it back is my number one. That's might even might even have to take out. He got game. Put semi pro in there more. The more I think about it, <laughs> he got game. I don't, I don't know, dude. I'm not a big Spike Lee dude. He, his movies don't do much for me. I don't I think was, he didn't like that movie. It's got titties on it, though. I didn't say. I, I mean, I didn't say I turned it off. If it was I all. I mean, there are scenes. There are scenes. <laughs> I mean, I, do I fast forward a lot in it. I. <laughs> and we I mean, I see. I see one movie on here that is a great movie, but it's suspect to call it a basketball movie. And they got they got Teen Wolf up here as a basketball movie. That got put it on on one of the things. If it. If that was considered more horror comedy or basketball, and it got voted horror comedy over basketball. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it has basketball in it. I mean, it is in basketball. Is Coach Carter on it? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, Coach Carter's here. That was Van Gundy's favorite movie because when he called in the Leopard show, and he he knows the coach who uh, Timmy Lon Jackson played, like their friends. He coaches in like Watts or something, like a, a tough area in Los Angeles. So he has a biased opinion. No, but he was saying that the guy and him always laugh to this day because he's a short, huge, fat guy. He seems like he's shorter and fatter than me, he put it exactly. Oh, and my God. He's like, they get, they get a handsome Samuel Jackson, and he's like, to this day, when we have drinks and shit, we talk about, like, who would play me? And they're like, well, obviously, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and, you know, it, was, it, was fun. It, was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But, uh, hey, hell, he could be our coach next year. I wouldn't be okay with that. I'd be fine with it. Much. And Tom Thibodeau did an interview this year and said he will definitely next be year, this year. Next year we'll, we'll be playing this year. So. Are they are they actually going to be able to trade Elton Brand for something? That'd be fuck. I done. Take him. Yeah, like a washing machine in some of Yeah. Is, we need, you know, we need. I mean, look, we course. really need a washing machine. <laughs> Ours is on. Theirs is on the fritz. I mean, it just we we had to do the deal. Yeah, we needed we needed a point guard, and uh, I would trade him. 
we'll, we'll, we'll put him in a package for Devin Booker. Aren't there like two teams uh, on think, it? Well, I'll take Devin Booker, but I want fucking Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. the Knicks. The Knicks we'll are interested. Up. Like, I, I get it because like there aren't many teams that are a bigger dumpster heap than than the Knicks. So I I could get them being like, you know what we need that that would really turn our 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 our, our fortune around, Elton Brand. <laughs> That guy. That guy. Gotta that, have guy that guy that took all those assets that the Sixers had and pissed them all away. I we need some of that guy. I can't do this. I can't end up doing I'm done. I can't. I'm now I'm all, now I'm all fucking fired up. I can't talk about the Sixers. I um, no. no, it's it that's another that's another that's a whole other episode, a whole other day to to get fired up over. Bill, do you wanna do you wanna talk about the, the baseball movie to to bring you back to a good place? We can. We're, or I thought we'd do baseball next week for the movie, but we can talk about it now if you want to. If you, if you, if you got a good one, well, if we'll I, do I ba- we'll do baseball and then we'll and then we'll and then we'll wrap it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't want Bill going to bed mad at me. No. So 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 Jesse, start us off with baseball. What do you got? Uh, Bull Durham. Everybody loves that. I've only seen that movie twice. I love it. It's such a good movie. I have to watch it again. It's been a it's, while. It's such a good movie. The the actors in it are great. It's it's so much about not only the game but like what happens down at the minor league level. It it's such a good movie. I've got two that are like one A one B for me, and I've got a League of Their Own and Sandlot. One A one B for me. Mm. I know a lot of people are major league guys, but my number one all the way. Major, I mean, league. major league's good. I just feel like it. I don't know if it's just because it's been being played on a loop during like quarantine on like TBS, and I've just like over overwatched it. But every time a league of their own is on, I get sucked in, and it's it's so good. Jimmy Dugan. Is one of the best characters in any movie. Tom probably one of Tom Hanks's best roles he's he ever did. And the no, Sandlot is just like any one of us growing up, being a stupid kid, getting into a pickle. I agree with both of those. I'll address for you. I hundred percent agree with your analysis, and I can leave it at that because both of those. Man, I think those would be my top two too. See, you can't. There are there are a lot of good baseball movies, but feels yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, what was the? You have the one with uh Robert Redford where he hits the the home run into the or, um natural the natural yeah um field the of dreams uh, um you got, you got Bad News Bears. You got oh, Bad News Bears. Is a good one too. Um, yeah, Field Dreams. You know, Moneyball was an entertaining movie too. True. Um, that was 40, a great movie. Forty Two was really good. I haven't seen. I that. didn't see that yet. It was. It was tremendously well it's done. Definitely on my. It's definitely on my. Uh, it's definitely on my list. You know what? Another movie was good. A baseball movie was good. That they kind of flew under the radar. The Clint Eastwood flick, Trouble with the Curve. Mm-hmm. With Justin Timberlake and he's the scout. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was a pretty good movie. 
but yeah, I would I would re- I would recommend um, forty two. It was the dude that um that played uh the Black Panther. Yeah. Yep. It was like his. I think that was like his first big role. He got it got nominated for a lot of stuff too. I remember it was a it was a great movie. Did you guys oh, summer catch summer catch? Oh, more so. Bill for the huh? Bill would love summer catch. Summer catch coming on DVD. John, oh. you would like Beer League with Artie Lang. Oh, oh Beer I've League! Seen I've totally seen it. That, that's up your movie. That, that's that's a good one. I'll have that, a, guy, that old picture guy's great. I'll have an egg white omelet and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <so> good. <laughs> the, the, best part of, the best part of summer catches is, is Jessica Biel getting out of the pool. That's why I said Bill would love it. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. I mean, hour, me minute thirty eight and forty five seconds. I mean, what? <laughs> Did you guys see Fences with uh, Denzel? I heard that was supposed to be good too. Is that when he's uh, like, what could have been a good athlete but didn't, and had to like work his whole life. Yeah, he was deemed too old. Yeah, he that was. That was nominated for a bunch of awards. It didn't win, but it got nominated for like every award that when the Oscars the one year. Uh now Denzel's like one of those kind of guys, like anything he's in, I'll probably give a I I, I could watch once. He's just that good in movies. Like he kind of falls in that Leo category for me, Brad Pitt. Like Yeah. Like anything they're in, unless it looks really stupid of a movie, I'll give it a shot. But like if it's like, eh, Denzel's in, all right, I'll give it a shot. You know. Oh, we forgot about the babe, guys. The babe. John Goodman. It's, it's, it, that movie actually was had had a lot more hype and just kind of yeah it didn't it didn't it didn't own up to the hype. McGill, McGillis was the uh, was like the chick in it and she was kind of like already a little past the prime. I was like, all right, I still take her out for a coke and a slice, but <laughs> a little coke and a slice. There's a lot of there's also a lot of corny baseball. Yeah, we'll save that for next time. Oh, the one with Keanu Reeves, Matt. What? That that um, what the heck was that? Um, for what movie? Don't, don't say for football. No, nah, for baseball. Um, the Kako, the Kakoma. Oh, the where he builds if he's a teacher or whatever builds the yeah. field. I forget what that's called. What I probably will never. I probably will never watch that movie. Nah, dude, I'm telling you, you watch it if it's like on one day, just like keep it on, and uh, it's actually pretty good. The pitcher kid like has to sing. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. Hardball. 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 It's a Keanu Reeves movie, but it's it's pretty good. I'm a big Keanu fan. That's all I got. <coughs> yeah, I think Keanu is in a fair amount of decent movies. He gets a uh, he gets kind of like a bad uh, a bad rap. Yep. Mm, well, good work tonight. Good work. If anyone's still listening and cares about our social media channels, you can find us at Pod. <laughs> like and follow. And rate. And rate and subscribe. It's very, uh, very much appreciated. We all would. Very much appreciated. And there is Hardball by Keanu Reeves. I just found it. Popped up on my list here. But yes, um, email us. Forfeitpod at gmail.com. Tell us what your favorite baseball or basketball movie is. Tell us how much you disagree about our picks. Stay safe, everyone. Jesse? Go, birds.